Good morning, everyone. Bang, bang. Something very unique is happening in the public markets. The S&P 500 has hit a new all-time high every day for the last seven days. The NASDAQ also sits at an all-time high as well. Look at this chart that I've included in the email. Everything is up and to the right. The bull market rages on. This is all happening while millions of Americans are still experiencing pandemic-related issues. It seems like the complex beast known as the economy has broken all preconceived notions of how it is supposed to work. Gasoline prices have increased $1 from a year ago, which brings the national average to $3.13 currently. The prices of commodities have increased so rapidly that home builders are throwing their hands up and refusing to participate in the market until they can better forecast their cost structures. You can read the epic thread that I've linked to for context. This is not a problem specific to the United States, though. The Washington Post had a great article highlighting the exploding food prices around the world. In the piece, Adam Taylor writes, quote, The UN Food and Agriculture Organization said its food price index, which measures the global price of select foods, had in May hit highs not seen since 2011, up 40% year on year. A variety of factors are to blame, including a surge in orders from China, fluctuating oil prices, a sliding U.S. dollar, and looming above all, the pandemic, and in some places, reopening. But experts say that in the face of growing populations, globalization, and climate change, higher prices may not be a blip. End quote. So what about the U.S.? Surely we couldn't be experiencing the same thing in the most developed nation in the world, right? Wrong. Take this opening from Jaywon Kong's article in the Wall Street Journal this morning. Quote, supermarkets are stocking up on everything from sugar to frozen meat before they can get more pricey, girding what some executives anticipate will be some of the highest priced increases in recent memory. Some supermarkets said they are buying and storing supplies to keep their shelves full amid stronger demand. Grocery sales in the U.S. for the week ended June 19th rose about 15% from two years earlier, an increase 0.5% from a year earlier, according to Jeffries and Nielsen IQ data. Stockpiling by food retailers is driving shortages of some staples, grocery industry executives said, and is challenging a U.S. food supply chain already squeezed by transportation costs, labor pressure, and ingredient constraints. The move is a reversal from last year when consumers hoarded groceries because of concerns about food availability disrupting the food industry. Now, retailers themselves are stockpiling to keep costs down and protect margins, end quote. There's a level of insanity at the moment that is hard to comprehend. Grocery stores are acting like hedge funds through their speculation on future food prices. Think about that for a second. The current economy is so out of whack that the grocery stores are speculating. Speculating. Speaking of speculation... Robinhood revealed quite a bit of information in their S-1 filing. Here are a few statistics that stood out to me. Robinhood has 18 million funded accounts. Almost 100% of the funded accounts are active monthly. Robinhood has $81 billion of assets under custody. This is an incredibly large business, but there are some nasty sides to it too. For example, Tanya Jaipuria correctly identified one issue. The DAU-MAU ratio is approximately 47%. For context, the very best social networks tend to be in the 50 to 65% range, so it's quite crazy that the daily usage rate for Robinhood is that high. Given the research around less trading historically equating to higher long-term returns, this level of activity is a big negative for the user base's economic outlook. But that isn't even the worst part. Check out this insanity. Approximately 6% of Robinhood's total revenue comes from users trading Dogecoin. Yes, Dogecoin makes up 6% of their total revenue. Approximately 37% of Robinhood's total revenue comes from users trading options, and over 6.5% of Robinhood's total revenue comes from providing margin loans to users. These statistics scream speculation to me. 
Speculation isn't necessarily a bad thing on its own. But when you add in the context of the broader financial markets and economic calamities, the current situation is alarming, to say the least. But as I mentioned at the top of this letter, the S&P 500 and NASDAQ continue to hit all-time highs. That means the wealthiest people in our society continue to get richer and richer, while things like rising food costs continue to eat away at the financial well-being of the economy's most vulnerable. Rather than spend time complaining about the situation, my suggestion to every person is to get educated about how the economy works and position yourself to benefit from the macroeconomic forces. You, nor I, will be able to change the current situation. There's literally rumors of $6 trillion infrastructure bills being floated inside the current administration, so we may actually see things get even more crazy over time. Education is the great equalizer in uncertain times. While it can be fun to speculate, remember the most common investment strategy of the world's greatest investors, buy good assets at discounted prices. That is it. Easy to understand, hard to execute. Hope each of you has a great start to your day, and I'll talk to everyone tomorrow.